goodness. I can't begin to tell you how horrific, I mean, how horrific it was. I went down to uh, Tallahassee, and then I took a train to the border of Arizona where I was abducted and taken into Mexico by a group of magicians. And let me tell you, these magicians were musically gifted. They used music to hypnotize me and have all sorts of fun things with me. I won't get into the details, but my God, I think magic might be real. I saw a man with one hand do a card trick behind his back while his hand was still in front of me. How did that happen? I don't know. But damn it if they don't make a good, damn good churro. I mean, Tijuana has the best churros. Let's be honest, folks. I don't know. In other news, I'll tell you this much. My um, my late great-great-uncle was a magician. Uh, he was actually a magician for the... Um, the czar of Russia, actually. Uh, not a very popular guy. He was executed along with uh, the rest of the royals. Uh, yeah, yeah, not not a good ending for him, but damn it if he wasn't good at magic. I read the diary. Good at magic. He even said so himself. Even said so himself. Look, I used to have a weird cousin who was much older than me who would pull coins out of the back of my ear and other places did he really do that i don't know what i do know is that magic might be of the devil or it might be divine who am i to judge i know harry potter sucks sorry if you like it but it sucks lord of the rings garbage real magic pulling an ace of spades out of my anus that's freaking priceless. I got to do something about those S's. I need a better pop filter. Maybe I'll use magic to get one. All right. Well, we do not, we, we do not have a color on the line right now, folks. Uh, as you just heard, I'm just going over my experience recently with magic in Mexico. Maybe next week we'll talk about Santeria. In the meantime... These are my experience with magic, and we are going to take another call here, uh, or our first caller of tonight, uh, here pretty soon. We do have some jammed up phone lines right now, but I wanted to talk one-on-one, -on -one, okay? I wanted to talk one-on-one, -on -one. mono e one uo and mio. You know, o? that's what I wanted to do tonight. And I don't know if you believe in magic, okay? I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you. All right? Maybe you think Scorpion from Mortal Kombat is real. Or maybe you think Santa is a satanic entity. I don't know. Who am I to judge you? I can judge whether a microwave pizza is worth $4.95 or not. And I'll tell you. California kitchen pizza, you slipping. You slipping. Because only you're only $4.95 or $5.95 when you're on sale at Safeway. Otherwise, you're $9 up and you're not worth it. They're not bad. They're not 
bad frozen pizzas, but they're not good. They're not worth double-digit economic numbers. Unless you want to hypnotize me and fool me with some magic. I'm just asking questions. I'm doing my job. And on that note, folks, when we come back, we are going to take one of your calls. Hopefully, it's another longtime listener, first-time caller. I don't know. This show is random. Nothing scripted. We will find out. We will hear what comes when it comes. In the meantime, stay safe. Be careful with cards around your anus. And don't buy California kitchen pizzas from the freezer section. They're just not worth it. Life's too short. You're going to die. Put something better in your mouth. I am Nick Michelson. This is the Mouth of Madness podcast. You are listening to us late night, coast to coast AM, with your host, Mio. All right. We will be right back after these brief messages. Stay tuned, folks. You are listening to Mouth of Madness coming at you live coast to coast on AM radio with your host, Nick Michelson. If you would like to contact our host, Nick, and be on the show, please call our toll-free number now. All right, and we are back. And on the phone lines, we have a very special treat, folks. We have longtime listener, first-time caller, comedian Nick Foster. Hey there. Didn't know my car, car was going to call. Uh-huh. Sorry, I was going through a tunnel. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know my call was going to come through. I've been trying to reach you guys for a long time. I'm really excited to be on the show. Absolutely. We we know you are a longtime listener, first-time caller, uh, and we are happy to have you on. Hopefully you have some thoughts to share with us. Obviously, if you've been listening to the show, you do know that the topic tonight is magic and that's with a capital k my friend yeah uh, okay i'm glad that's the direction we're going because um there are many types of magic and the specificity of that allows people to interpret it exactly as that type of magic you don't have to waste time explaining absolutely you don't have to waste time explaining at all when magic is spelled with a k or with just a c it doesn't matter because we're not talking about the gathering we are talking about the force that people can muster with their mind or their spirit or soul with or without a wand sometimes with a book of spells those are those are the various ways that magic can be performed and while we're on the topic of magic m-a-g-i-k I just want to let you know, primarily, my uh, email address since I was a kid is M-A-G-I-K-N-I-K, Magic Nick, Mm. because uh, I was a good speller and very clever. Fascinating. Now, I always thought Magic with the K was M-I-G, I'm sorry, M-A-G. Why? No, no Y. Why? No Y in Magic. M-A-G-I-C-K. That's, that's wrong. Maybe my research I, here is wrong, caller. 
it, I, I would assume it is. I'm actually well-versed in many types of magic, from paganism to actual sleight of hand, telepathy, imaginary telepathy, and as long as it's not Magic the Gathering, basically all of them. And uh, That is fascinating. Now, can you tell well, me your I, personal experience with magic? Yes. Um, so, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but uh, I got into magic when I was in high school. Uh, it was one of my favorite things to do, so I was definitely a loser. Uh, it was card magic primarily. Uh, the reason I knew that I loved magic from such an early age is because the first magic trick I ever did was actually made my dad disappear. I could never make him come back, but uh, that's what enticed me to try harder and get better. Fascinating. You don't... You, you don't know my dad, do you? No, no, I don't. Do you know mine? No. Do you? Did I? Man, I'm really good at magic. Did I do that to you too? Magic is wonderful. Now, when I was in high school, I had a similar experience to yours, except for my magic cards were actually of the gathering, and I was awesome at it. Okay. Your nerding is, like, I felt like I was a nerd, but I say it in jest. Now I know that you were actually one of those. Well, you believe that you could do actual spells. So who's the real nerd here caller? Magic is real. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, man, that was a good debate. <laughs> um, Tell me about your experience with magic. Well, so legitimately, uh, the only magic I actually believe in is the idea. Uh, I did card magic, and I love doing it. Uh, I got to talk to people because of it. It made me a little more social. Um, and the performance, the, the actual work that it took to create um, an illusion was something that always enticed me. I uh, watched David Blaine when I was younger. I saw David Copperfield in my hometown of Stockton, California. It was just like something that was so impressive and took work and just made me feel like I had a really unique skill. I loved it. Mm. And now David Blaine, David Copperfield, some people say the devil has many names. That is something that they do say, some people. Fascinating. And one of his names is not David. It's, uh, so we can, so Lucifer, Satan, Donald Trump. above Baphomet, the Morning Star. Correct, yes. Oh, no, I'm glad we're not talking about Lucifer. You would really nail me in that. Absolutely. I would nail you in most things. Just like Jesus. Uh... <laughs> so tell me about what is your favorite trick, Caller? Uh, actually, my favorite trick by far is... Uh... Uh, what is it called? The ambidextrous card. And how the trick works is you give someone a deck of cards, have them select one. Um, they put their card in the deck. You make it come to the top. Uh, you give them their card back. They put it into the deck again, and it comes to the top. And then the last part of it is you bend the card in half, and you show them in the, the card in the middle of the deck to them. They snap their fingers, and they can see a bounce as the card rises to the top of the deck. And... Uh, that's, uh, it's one that I've been doing so often over the course of these years that I'm actually very, very good at it. Okay. Now, would you say this trick uses actual magic? 
I would say to the untrained eye, definitely. But if I was talking from my own eyes mouth, I would say, no, I know how to do it. It's an illusion. Now, what is your response to this actual segment tonight when it comes to real magic? So I think one of the reasons that getting behind the scenes of illusion style magic was kind of the basis that I've always thought that science was real and things like astrology, magic, potions, prayer, if I might be so bold, Mm. are not actual things that exist in this world. Now, people believing in that, does that give them some sort of benefit in their life? I guarantee it does. Sure. Uh, but for me, I'm I'm completely okay accepting that I am on this earth until I'm not. I can't make anyone come back. I can't make anyone go away. Uh, and I, when I'm done, I'm done. But well, like any good pedophile or magician might say, Lemgardia, let me touch you. Good and bad, both of them, I think, would say it. Mm. Um, and that's why people don't know this, but. Magic and pedophilia actually are very separate subjects. No, they're very closely um, related. In fact, I believe they both came from the 1800s practice of chiropractic. They definitely both came. Um, <laughs> chiropractic is, I don't think it's a real word, but the nature of linguistics is if you say a word and I understand it, it automatically becomes one. Boom. Thank you. So... If I can take a step back, uh, actual magic, I did have a time in my childhood where I would maybe try and move something across the table with my mind. Oh, we're talking or... telekinesis now. Would you say that that falls outside of the realm of magic? If I wouldn't say it falls. I would not say it falls outside of the realm of magic. I would say that whether it's magic or LSD-induced experiments or whether it's a CIA op that involves advanced technologies that use ancient technologies, I don't know. But I will say, caller, it is definitely relative. Definitely. A derivative at minimum. Now, a derivative indeed. Say, easily. Uh, when you say ancient technologies, it sounds like you might be referencing the fact that Ancient technologies to us could have been brought here, maybe, by... Uh, Listen, I'm going all the way back to prehistoric times. I'm talking back before hairdos mattered in 1982. I thought you were going back further, like the pterodactyl energy. That doesn't exist. Let me show you my pterodactyl energy piece. Let me hear it. We'll get into that another time. No, let's hear it. So... Wings, right? You're Correct. familiar? There's wow. wings stop. There's Red Bull gives you wings. There's Red Wings, which we will not discuss. Because they're a great shoe, and we don't want to get that branding exactly. out. Exactly. So, pterodactyl energy, how it works. Birds soar. Pterodactyls do not soar. They fly. Now, to fly, you have to create energy. The energy supply that requires a pterodactyl, a very heavy being, actually one of the few birds, bird types, that does not have hollow bones. Mm. So, in an X-Men style experiment, we replace 
a pterodactyl's wings with hollow bones. They are now lightweight. You tie them to a mill. You've got six of them. They spin the mill with their flight. Free energy forever. Fascinating. You know, this reminds me of a quote from the late, great Albert Einstein. I'm so fly. I'm sky high. Dare anybody try and cut my wings. That's beautiful. I haven't heard that one. That's very beautiful. It's yeah. The rapper, the rapper Albert Einstein. Yeah. Um, it's actually, he's not late. Uh, he's, he's very early for his time. Mm, fascinating. Now, do you think Albert Einstein was using, was using magic in his mind's eye to discover the location and proximity of the possibility of black holes? Are they made of magic? It's interesting that you worded it that way because you've actually introduced me to an idea I'd never even thought to comprehend. Black holes, are they magic? Black magic. Mm. Holes. Holes with Shia LaBeouf. Black magic woman. Yeah, right, and holes with Shia LaBeouf. I'm familiar. I listened to it on tape. Fascinating. I'm not a great reader, but I'm an excellent moviegoer. I am not a good reader, but me and my friends, indeed. Good readers. Yeah, no, I can imagine. But going back to holes, I don't know if you remember a little spell that was cast, even a curse, they might call it. Oh, yes. Wherever, yes, I do. Wherever. The mockingbird cries, the bark on the trees are as soft as the skies. I don't remember. if Is that the real words? The wolf waits below, hungry and lonely, and cries to the moon, if only, if only. I feel like you made that up. Now, we want to get to know you more, caller. What is your social security number? Uh, well, actually, it's convenient. It's the same amount of money I have in the bank. Uh, so I've posted this on the internet multiple times before. I haven't spent any because I want to keep it the same. The change always makes it weird. Um, it's actually 541 mm -hmm. 5551 mm -hmm. 5 mm -hmm. 4 1 mm -hmm. 3 Nine digits is standard. Um, because I didn't have a dad, they took one of the digits away from me. They said I could only have eight. Uh, I don't know the rules of not having a dad. I was brought into the world like this, or or that's what I meant to say exactly. Right. Um, now, you've been a, magician, uh, a magician for most years of your life. How long ago, before you became a magician, were you touched, and how many times? That is an easy question to answer. Uh, I've almost never thought about it and never done the calculations, but that's why I know the answer is right. Fascinating. I'm sorry. Uh, right. So, okay. Without diving too deep into mathematics, right, right angle, right hand, 90 degrees, 90 times. Wow. Only 90 times is what it takes to make a magician. 
Oh, no. I was a magician far before number 90. It was around 69. Ayo. Now, caller, let me ask you this. In your time doing magic, have you experienced or reached out to and possibly communicated with the devil? I have not communicated with the devil, though I wish I had, but I have, of course, communicated with the dead or communed, as a lot of people would say, in my realm. Now, what are your thoughts on Harry Potter? Oh, I love him. I love him. He was an inspiration to me. Uh, my grandma actually, well, let me go back to the beginning for Harry Potter and myself. Uh, I went to school in Antioch, Antioch Middle School, and they clearly had money because we all got copies of the book, and that was the first book I ever listened to on tape while the entire class followed along in the dark with the teacher sitting in a chair in the corner. Mm. And that's when I knew I loved magic even more than I thought prior. And especially, I love the idea of actual magic, which, of course, you know, I don't believe exists. But uh, it inspired me. My grandma bought all the books for me. She took me to the movies. Before the last book came out, the movie premieres, I should say. But before the last book came out, I read every single book in order. And I had read so much during that week and a half that when I had thoughts in my head, I would finish them with things like, he said, or he proposed indignantly. Mm. So you were shell-shocked from too much grammar. Too, so much so that my thoughts required uh, endings and periods. Now, after is it, caller, is it possible that you were and possibly are still just stupid? Here's why I know that that's true. I am stupid. Fascinating. Now, I have to ask, since we're on the subject of magic, and clearly you are a fan of the Harry Potter series, you did mention you're not a, you, you're not a strong believer in the current existence of real magic. But I have to ask, because it so invigorates me, what is your response and your current mindset, regardless of true belief, on left-hand and right-hand path magic? I do know the idea that energy travels through the body utilizing the hands. Uh, if I remember correctly, energy leaves your body through your right hand, and your body receives energy through your left hand. Correct. So putting those hands together with another person, you're actually doing a transference of energy based on the belief that, of course, I do not believe in, but women... Uh, crystal lovers, astrologers, um, magic shop owners who are a little too far gone, all understand this idea and believe in this concept. Well, they actually did a study at the University of Harvard um, in 2014, and they discovered that 98% of all magic shop owners molest children. I would be surprised about that number because I've been going to magic shops for years and not even once have they made any part of me disappear. Well, you were an ugly child. My mom said I would grow out of it. Your mom was wrong because I've been molested at every magic shop I went to. I went to one last week and got molested by a man named Barry. I know 
Yeah. Called me ugly. Well, you know, sorry, bud. This is the way of magic. That being said, caller, we are glad that you called in to talk to us about the deep and rich topic of magic. Do you have any closing thoughts on this? Only one. For the people that do have their beliefs, whether supernatural or not, whether based on religion, faith, fiction, or fact, my true idea is this. Whatever you take belief in, if that is something that drives you to legitimately be a better person, then whether it's something I believe in or have felt or seen or even heard about, my opinion in that does not matter. I'm sometimes envious of the people who have that type of faith or belief. If they are becoming a better person because of it, I say, do exactly what you think is best and you will be on the right path. Um, I don't need those things. I am content, but for those people, I know they're right in their own hearts, and that's what matters. Wonderful caller, and I appreciate your closing words. Now, Nick Foster, comedian, entrepreneur, located in Lodi, California, originally from Stockton. Magician. And amateur magician, possible toucher. Uh, what can you tell us about your type of comedy and where can people find you and your funnies? Uh, one of my favorite comedians is the comedian Mitch Hedberg, very famous for his one-liners and avoiding looking at the crowd. If you imagine him, but alive, chubbier, taller, less glasses, more organized hair, you will find me there. I am a one-line comedian who focuses on delivering quick-witted, clever jokes that most people don't get and even my mother doesn't like. Well, you do as have far as a performances, knack says California and sometimes Reno. Love it. You do have a knack for puns and that is kind of a lost art amongst most of the people in the comics I know. It's not a dead art. There's plenty of comics that do it, but you are one of the few and I am proud to know you as a person and a friend. Look, long-time listener First-time caller, comedian Nick Foster, we did it. Thank you for calling in. And one more time before we leave, where can listeners find you and your funny? My funny exists on all media platforms under the code name Another Endeavor. And I just want to say thank you for having me. I hope to call back again in the future, though. Your lines are always bogged down. Always bogged down. And the toll-free number is hard to find. Yes, um, it is. So thank you for accepting my call, and I'm so excited to see what brings us next week. Absolutely. Now, I would like to point out you said another endeavor. That is your Instagram, your Twitter, your TikTok. That's everything. Now, is that spelled the way it sounds, just the English words, another endeavor, or are there any special characters or numbers? There is nothing outside of that. I am unique in my creation of ideas and words. Um, it's exactly how it sounds. If you can't spell it, I'm not interested. Well, there you have it, folks. Longtime listener, first-time caller, comedian Nick Foster, coming at you live, coast-to-coast, AM, from all over the nation. It is Mouth of Madness podcast. You are listening to it right now with your host, me, 
myself and I, Nick Michelson, thanks for tuning in, and we hope to hear your thoughts on this episode, and we hope that you listen to the next one. Until then, good night.